0: In our series on taking action, we've looked at the topics that you have to take action. You are called to take action. Then we also looked at why you need to take action. And in the last episode, we emphasized on you, whether you're ready to take up the challenge. And in today's message, we're looking at healing of emotions And it's important to get rid of the fog that prevents you from being empowered. That's what it means to heal emotions. So further to this topic, stay tuned until after the intro and we'll dig deeper into this topic. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now let's move on to today's episode. Hello, this is Yanni from the Rise and Shine Show. Welcome to today's episode. And today I've got the privilege to have my precious wife, Judy, with me. Welcome, Judy. Thank you very much for inviting me, Yanni. Yeah, you're welcome. And I'm looking forward to this session where we're really talking on healing of emotions. Now, just for recapping purposes, The first in the series, we took uh, action on telling you that you are called to take action. You need to know that you are called to take action so that you can acknowledge that you've got a part to play. And then the episode after that, I shared with you why you need to take action. So by now you know how and where and why you need to take action. And then in the last episode, we specifically looking at, are you ready to take up the challenge? Because I can give you everything. You can decide a lot of stuff. But if you didn't decide to take up the challenge, nothing will happen. So I'm going to hand this over to Judy here now to introduce healing of emotions. Because healing of emotions is really important. And when people's emotions are getting healed, what happens, they really get rid of the fog that prevents them from being empowered. So Judy, over to you, please take it away.
1: Thank you, Yanni, Uh, and this is a very big subject and it's a very important subject. Your emotions and healing your emotions. I don't know if you can remember years ago that there was a a line that goes, emotional baggage. You're carrying around emotional baggage all day long. Well, that emotional baggage is actually your emotions that's forming um, a crust in your life and that keeps you from finding out who you really are and what you really feel when you have baggage in your life you're actually just um you're not progressing in your life you're always going back to the same things over and over again and i want to tell you right up front emotional baggage is not your own doing Many times people will blame themselves because they have emotional baggage, but these things are either learned through your family, your friends, or the things that happen in your life. It's a learned behavior. Like everything in life, it's a learned behavior. But sometimes if something really touches your heart and you take it seriously, it becomes an emotional baggage. And it's difficult to get out of that unless you recognize what the truth is, and that's what, what what Yanni and I are here to tell you, the truth about these things. So it, when it knocks on your door, you can realize, but you can change this habit. So emotional baggage is important because unless it's cleaned cleaned up and cleared out, it's very difficult for you to decide to take action and proceed in your action. Because if you decide to take action, Emotional baggage such as procrastination or dumbness of awareness will keep you from actually taking the next step because the next step is with you coming to terms with your decision, not your emotions coming to terms with your decision.
0: And Judy, at this point, I think it's very important to understand as well that when we are being pulled down and pulled backwards almost by these emotional uh, baggage that we're carrying. These things have been forced on us in a way.
1: Absolutely. And
0: and we sometimes think it, it's being really in a forceful way. But when i talking a forceful ways that it's been forced on you, it came through repetition. Because when you hear something over and over and over, for a week for a month for years Mm -hmm, it just becomes ingrained in you and you almost start believing these things because Mm -hmm. you don't only hear it but then you also start speaking Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. and you know there's a proverb that says train up a child in the way that it should go and when he gets old he will stay in it
1: and that's right
0: and that's why it's so important To know where this comes from because as you will realize and as you will remember in this series we've really been talking about our children we need to take action so that we can clear the way for our children so that they can be free
1: that is so true however if you're an adult you and you struggle with these type of um, negative habits it's coming from your childhood However, we can't go back and start again, but recognizing the habit and where it came from and you are at the steering wheel and you can change it will be a huge difference in your life. So no matter where you are and what you're doing and what life is feeding you, you can change these habits because once you recognize and know how to replace that negative habit or what's been put onto you. You can jump to the other side and find the positive side and make the turnaround.
0: Yes, thank you, Judy, for pointing that out. And here it's also important to understand, although we're saying this was has been pushed on you, you still made a decision to receive it and to accept it. Consciously
1: if, or unconsciously. Consciously
0: or unconsciously. And because,
1: many times it's an unconscious thing. Yes. Because if you see an accident on the other side of the road and you empathize with it, that's an unconscious thing.
0: Yeah. yeah and in, in your, the house that you grow up, there are things that are many times that are happening that you don't even know whether it's right, whether it's wrong, but you just accept it as the norm. And that's why I, I said just now that it's so important to know these things so that we can help our children and their children, in other words, the generations to come. But like Judy is saying, it's important for you and I to recognize this in our lives now because it's holding us back and it's also preventing us from actually helping someone else because this is the the purpose of this whole series is to help you and to help you understand that you uh, need to take action, why you need to take action and help you to make that decision and then to empower you and to enable you to know what to do and how to help other people and how to make a difference in your life and the life of the people around you.
1: And it always starts with you. Yes. It always starts with you. So you have to look at yourself. Are you an action taker? Do you find it difficult to take action? Do you find it difficult to make a decision? Do you find it difficult to progress or to further your life, or to further your career, or do you find it difficult to take the necessary steps? Okay, but I wanna go back to what I said. It is not your fault and don't blame yourself because you didn't determine all the situations in your life. Life is set up with a whole bunch of obstacles you didn't put the obstacles in the way either family friends society culture country government whatever these people put obstacles in your way you can't determine what they're going to do they just put it there and when you come and you find you can't get over then they've set up obstacles but the good news is know that you are in control of your life know that you can decide, you can make a decision and say, okay, these are the obstacles, but now I'm going to work harder or plan my route harder. I'm going to look at my life. I'm going to look at where things went wrong and make a turn. It really starts as a simple little step. And for a lot of people, the first little step is staying enthusiastic about life. My, um, my gauge, my gauge comes from happiness. My gauge of how things are going in life comes from the happy point. A happy, joyful life makes you want to move further and share what's going on and talk to other people. It makes you, it, it, it propels you to move forward because inside of you, you have the love and the joy and the feelings that other people need to, to, to learn from you.
0: But how do you get there?
1: So the, the, the happiness and the joy that, that you that you want to develop comes by, again, making the decision yes. that I don't feel like it, but I'm going to do it until I feel like it.
0: And that's the important. That's why I asked that question. Yes. It's a decision. Yes. And initially it might not be a, uh, Good, so easy yes, yes. to make that decision. But once you make that decision and you become aware of it, then for the first while, it's a little bit of work, sometimes hard work, to just to remember to take that thought that comes to you, that's a destructive thought, and take it captive. Take it captive in obedience to Christ, uh, Scripture says. And then when you do that, then you realize, but that's not my thought. And then you replace that with good thoughts.
1: Yes, yes. You know, we don't have to make life complicated. Life is complicated, but we don't have to make it complicated. If you decide in the morning before getting out of bed, you're going to have a good day. You are in control of your life and you are going to establish a few things today. You decide in the morning to go ahead and do that. You do it in a joyful way. You start right from the moment you get up and you go and then anything that comes on your way acknowledge it but go back to the point where you started the day
0: so what are you saying so say for example something happens that seems as if it goes 180 degrees from the direction that you set out in the morning you want to do and it it just messes up your whole day what do you do
1: you step back, you have a cup of tea, you have a coffee, you take a few minutes to unwind, you settle it in your mind. I always do this. I look at it and say, okay, this happened. What do I learn from it? And how do I resolve it? Can I resolve it or can I not resolve it? If it does something in my in my life, I can resolve it. If it's something that happened outside, I cannot resolve it. So you first need to come to terms with what's happening at that moment. And when you resolve that, then you can proceed back to the place and start again where you left off.
0: And I think here it's important that for you to understand that these emotions start off with a thought So when you get that thought taken care of, in other words, if it's a thought that's not in line with where you need to go to, Mm -hmm. in in line with what you need to and want to do, then you have to take that thought, pull it down, and replace that thought with a thought that is in line with what you really need and want to do. Isn't that true?
1: Absolutely. Because you know... There's a lot of negativity that comes at you all day long. And these negativity will want to control your thoughts. They'll want to control your thinking. But when you realize, oh, but that's not how my day started... Then you go back and you said, no, but those are not my thoughts. And then you go back to where you started your Mm -hmm. day.
0: Yeah, because there's always something that is trying to keep you away from what you need to do, what you want to do, and from what you call to do. Mm -hmm. And at this point, I think it's also important for you to realize that when you decided to do something, And you you started off, you took the first steps and you move on. And then it seems as if everything goes wrong. Everything goes the opposite direction. And you think, oh my goodness, maybe I made a wrong decision. Maybe I decided to do the wrong stuff. No. Know that you're going to get opposition. Because, Judy, you said to me um, the other day that uh, easy times.
1: Easy times make easy people. Hard times make strong people.
0: Make strong people. Yes. So when you have to overcome these these challenges, it actually builds weak, muscles. Yeah, Weak
1: people, yeah. Yeah,
0: weak people. So um, easy times make weak, weak people, people, but hard times and difficult times build strong people. Mm-hmm. So don't always look out for or desire these easy times because it's really in the times when there are challenges that you build um, spiritual and emotional and um, soulish muscles so that you can be strong so that you will not be discouraged and taken off course
1: that's right yanni that's absolutely right Uh, and i want to just go back to the point i made at the beginning it starts with you Because unless you become who you want to be, you're going to be trying to take action for the wrong reasons, and you may not be happy taking just an action. You want to take the action that you want to be participating in. Like if you feel you need to be on a school board, then this has got to be part of your passion and your feelings and your attitude to see things change, not just because you want to volunteer, because you'll not be happy doing that.
0: Yeah, that's very important because when you and I step out to do what we need to do, every step that you take, will open another door for you. So you may not see the entire picture. You may have a desire and a dream and even a specific vision and a strategy how to get there, but you're not going to see the full picture. But as you step out and you take step by step every day or more than one step every day, then everything starts opening up to you. And that's just how you and I have been set up because Otherwise, it will be so big that you will not be able to handle it. And that is the beauty of knowing who you are, that you know that you can do what you need to do and you will not be discouraged because discouragement is really just something to pull you off course and to um, almost like cancel everything that you have done and everything that you are set out to do.
1: You know, that is true because if you are discouraged or if you feel like you're depressed, it's because you're not taking the action you want to take. Because you see, unless you put some real positive emotions behind your steps, it's not going to really open the right path for you because this is how it works. If you have some strong feelings, it pulls you in the direction that you need to go. But if you're still wobbly about this and that and life is not and you're feeling like you're a little bit lost and you can't put it together, you're really gonna have a hard time making a decision about which direction to take because you just didn't clarify what it is that's making you that happy and go in that direction. Because what I noticed many people who procrastinate or put off taking action end up doing it for one day and then two days and three days and five days and seven days until like 10 or three weeks go by and then they think oh why did I do that the problem that they're having is that they haven't solidified in their mind why they need to take a decision why they need to make a decision and then they're they're held back
0: and you know this is such a vital Point that Judy is making here. Because if you do not do what you do because of really a conviction, but also a conviction that is grounded in love, if you just do it because you want to be important or you want to prove a point or something like that, it's not gonna take you all the way. It's almost as if you're not gonna be able to last. But when you do it because of love in your heart and compassion for people around you for your children for example and you know that whatever you do that it will make a difference like this one man is a very uh, prominent person and he said i'm past the age where it really matters to me that much anymore what happens to my life because i've had my life but now i'm doing it for my grandchildren So it doesn't matter which age group you fall in, whether you're young, whether you even um, just uh, in your late teens or in your 20s, 30s, it doesn't matter whether you're older, even much older, it doesn't matter. You have to decide for yourself why you want to do this and if you've made up your mind, just stick with it and this stickability is going to take courage, it's going to take really conviction and you will really have to be tenacious to stay in this and make that decision every single day over and over until it becomes a habit and it doesn't matter what time of the night or the day it is you will continue
1: like i said earlier as well it's not your fault if i can put it like this When we are born, our life follows a certain pattern and there's a certain flow in our life. It's like building a bridge. There are a lot of things that goes into building a bridge. You decide the kind of bridge you want. You decide the kind of um, material you want to use, how big the bridge is, how wide it is, how many lanes it's going to be in, or is it just for walking and such on... There's a certain pattern. <clears throat> and what's happened with us in society is things have come into our life that has broken the flow. It's broken the flow. We went from a hard-working culture to a very easy culture. We were, went from having homemade food to an instant microwave food. We went from taking a bus or bicycle or walking to work, to taking a quick Uber or a quick taxi or something like that. We, we pro, not us, not you intentionally, you didn't do it. You just fell into the trap. It was a trap from the beginning and it's still a trap. The trap is we're looking for the fast way to make money, we're learning how to do things quickly and many times we do it wrong. We learn not how to be efficient in our thinking, in our decisions, in our banking, in our spending, in our education, in our health. We ruined our own life because we listen to other people. We allow other people to tell us what we should be doing. So all of these Things of not having the right foundation has caused us to come to the point of self destruction because now we don't know how to fix it right.
0: And remember what we've discussed in some of the previous episodes. For example, the school system. The public school system in the United States was set up originally by people that mm-hmm. um, controlled the um, industrial uh revolution they they had these massive companies and they needed workers and they decided okay we are going to set up a schooling system to generate workers for us or to train workers for us and they set out right from the start and they said we want workers we do not want people to think yes because if you're a thinker and a creative thinker you will not be happy and be satisfied with the status quo and that's exactly what they did not want so if you look at this this has been decades in the making and even longer uh, um, way before then there were already things put in place to get you to the point it's throughout history to Mm -hmm. get you and I to the point where we are puppets, where we always look at someone else to do something for For me. I don't have the confidence that I have been created in the image and the likeness of God and I can make decisions and I can make a difference. And that is so far from the truth. That's why I told you right from the start, you are called to take action because you have been created with a purpose. And only when you fulfill that purpose will you be satisfied and will you be happy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, every person is called to be a leader. Yes. Every person's got the leadership qualities, whether it's leading their family or leading at work or in the community or in any, any capacity. Everybody have the potential to be a leader because everyone can contribute something. And we've lost sight of that because we've been um, knocked down a few times and lost confidence in our abilities. And at our workplace, they no longer want leaders. They no longer call people to be leaders.
0: At this point, as Judy, Judy, I'm just interrupting you. Just keep your line of uh, thought there. All I need to you to understand is do not compare yourself with the person next to you. Do not compare yourself with your colleagues at work, for example. Do not compare your business necessarily with the business across the street. Focus on yourself. Remember, I said to you, you've got a race to run. And you have to complete your own race. I cannot run your race for you. That person across the street cannot run your race for you. Look at yourself and make a resolve for yourself. Don't compare yourself. When Judy is speaking, when I'm speaking to you here and share these these thoughts with you, do not compare yourself with someone else. We're talking to you, and only you. Forget about everyone else around you, and just listen for yourself. And that way, you will be able to make an uh, an easy uh, direction change if you need to, to to get your emotions intact so that you can make a difference.
1: When I was growing up, there was a saying, my parents used to say it. They said, don't try to be like the Jones, like the neighbors. Don't try to be acting like them or living like them. We're all different. And that still applies because if you are um, looking at other things and other people to make you happy, then you're going to miss what you were created for. You're not going to find the value in yourself and that's what you want to do. So first change yourself. First look at the things that you want to, how do you want to become better? Because people are attracted to people who know how to make decisions, who, who can take action, to people who can decide for themselves, who have authority in their life. <clears throat> Even if it's just the mastering of your own character. That's authority. You don't have to exert it on people, but just mastering your own strength, your weakness, your emotions, your um, aggressiveness, your passiveness, your joy—just all those things—is something that you need to to um, to work at. Because if you don't work at these things, you're gonna find that you're not you're only existing, but you're not creating the life you want.
0: Okay, Judy, I think um, it's time for us to just to start winding down. So let's just recap right from the beginning. First of all, we said uh, to heal your emotions is a decision. Right. And it's a daily decision. Am I right?
1: Yes, yes. From the morning go.
0: From the morning go. And if something happens which wants to derail you from that decision that you made that morning, stop take that thought captive and then decide no this is the direction that i that i set out to go and this is the direction that i will go
1: You're,
0: that's right so first of all it's a decision and then when that decision is made what is the next step
1: okay then the decision is to um it's to continuously do it persevere in your decision
0: yeah perseverance so first of all make the decision and number two persevere in that decision until it becomes a habit and it becomes easier in the beginning you really have to focus and you really have to sometimes I don't want to say force yourself but really to make a decision to do it if if I know this is going to sound archaic to you so whether you do it on your, on your mobile device, whether you uh, do it in a different way, what I started doing, I started going back to a diary. And that's, that's Judy's fault. She got me a diary and I started using this physical diary. I started writing my things in there again because I just felt, you know, when I write it down, there's something special about that. So I started writing it down. So make notes for yourself. Because you're not going to remember it. So don't just try to remember it. So it's a daily thing.
1: You so don't remember anyhow. You
0: no, know, you don't remember <laughs> anyhow.
1: You fool yourself. Yes,
0: because there's so many things.
1: Happening.
0: And the important things we sometimes neglect and we leave that behind. Because the so-called important things, and those things are usually not important. They can wait until later, but they, everything is trying to get your attention. Can I
1: just add one small little sentence? I've always do my best to practice thankfulness and gratefulness every day. Write down five things every day that you're grateful for, even if it's just the sunrise, walking, no sickness, good food, family, just be fine, five things.
0: Yeah, and that's very important. Do that at the end of the day. Just look back on the day, recap, and just be thankful for what you're doing. So... It's not hard, it's not difficult to do what we shared with you today, but it's so important that you make that decision. And please, if you need some more information or you want to get in contact with us, please send us a, mess- a message through our contact page on the website. Subscribe to this uh, podcast and we are happy to, to assist you and to give you more resources. But please, subscribe to this podcast share it with family and members or friends that you know will also be able to benefit from this and um, and help us to get this message out because we need to get more and more people to mobilize people to do what they have been called and born to do so thank you so much judy for being with me today i really appreciated that and i think we must make this uh a more of a regular thing that you sit with me and so that we can just um, delve into these these topics so that we can uh, help them, our listeners yes. so that they yes. can really get to the point where they can make a difference, where we get up as, as, as almost like an army, as this body of people that make a difference in their own lives, in the lives of their families, their communities, and in the world at large. So thank you so much for listening and thank you Judy for joining me and we are looking forward to chatting with you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.